Hey, everybody, you're listening to When Bad Things Happen to Good People, a podcast about censorship and the arts. My name is Todd Sullivan. With me, better late than never, is Zorn Barter. That's me. And today we are talking about one year podcasting and the past and the future and all that that entails. Yay. Hi, Daniel. Hey, Daniel. All right, so here's the moment. I got this. I've been studying. It's too bad you can't see this because you know exactly what I'm about to do here if you can see it, which makes sense. But oh, God, oh, no, we're, no, playing. we're playing. <laughs> see, that's something so else nice. to forget you play about. It twice. Too. Right. Here we go. One year of podcasting means. Come on, when you... uh, just a second. There we go. Ooh, you got champagne. That's what I should have done. Yeah, not champagne. It's not from that region of France. I can't afford that. But it's sparkling I wine. Night, I... I got a bodacious bubbles because it was nice. the uh, the cheapest at the cold beer and wine store. That also wasn't seven percent alcohol, but more like twelve percent. Nice. And uh, we got DJ sixty eight, and we DJ got Hobo chilling. Oh, man, we're filling up. What the heck? This is almost more people yeah. than usual. It is. Hey, this everybody. is awesome. Thank you, guys. Um. So, uh, happy one year anniversary of uh, doing this. Whatever the fuck this has been. Yeah. <laughs> happy we've, one year, Todd. Uh, we've we've read some really good books. We've read some really terrible books. We've watched some pretty good movies. We've watched some less than good movies. We've covered mm -hmm. a, a vulgar but pretty slapping album. Uh, looking back on all of that, on a scale from what the fuck was wrong with me to <laughs> this is maybe one of the best decisions of my life, where do you fall on that scale? All right, you might... Okay, give me a moment. I want to hear your take on that first because I feel like you've had more time to think about it. You want me I'm to gonna... predict what you're, you want my take on what you're going to say? I want your take on the exact same question, but uh, posed to you instead of me. Oh, okay. Well, then it's not you as can, much fun you, you can, with my you can, springing it on you. Yeah. Well, okay. No, no, it's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead. Um, I've had a blast. I mean, I don't know if this is the best thing that I've ever done. But I, I think <laughs> I, I would say it's maybe in my top five favorite things that I've done. Um, and I would include okay. in that, like just sort of getting into podcasting in general, because, you know, I have to look at this one and, you know, half cut conspiracies as like my two, uh, my two podcast children. And I can't pick one is better than the other. Except I mean, that it'll probably, be half conspiracies. I, I, mean, I can, I can, <laughs> I can pick one, but it's just it's improper to express that to either one of those children, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I would say, in terms of like just the 
being exposed to things that I wouldn't normally be exposed to. Um, I would rate the overall quality of those things as like a solid, um, God, yeah, four meat churning lawnmowers out of 10. <laughs> um, if anybody's seen Dead Alive, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, I mean, some of the content was, it was hard to to sit through. Um, but in terms of like doing this with you and having, you know, just the, it, it takes some willpower to to power through some of these things. And that has helped me in other ways, in other parts of my life. So well, that's um, good I'd say it's one of, the, yeah, one of the things that I've probably, it's probably on both sides of the spectrum. I think that this podcast has given me some moments that I've enjoyed probably the least over the last year and probably some of the best moments yeah. over the last year. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a split for me. I, I think, yeah. I mean, when you talk about how some of the material was difficult to get through, I mean, obviously you immediately think about the Turner diaries. Cause that was, that was pretty difficult. That was the worst one. That was the worst one to end. But even, even in cases of stuff like, um, like the handmaid's tale, which, uh, I think we both enjoyed quite a bit mm -hmm. just by virtue of the kind of book it is, there's material in there that was difficult to get through. There was material in, um, the, um, the autobiography of Malcolm X that was difficult to get through. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously not everything had challenges, but there was a lot of stuff that even in material that we enjoyed, have to concede that there was stuff in there that was challenging. And I think that's part mm -hmm. of why these these books particularly end up on these banned or challenge lists is that they have these ideas that are difficult for people to um, absorb, things they don't maybe don't want to absorb. And so, mm -hmm. of course, you've got those people in power who are like, well, then you shouldn't be absorbing that. Stop it. Stop it. Don't let the kids absorb that. So. Yeah, and, and most most of the, what we what we dealt with were were banned in schools, um, especially book book wise. Yeah, when it comes to books, it, it was stuff banned say, in schools. Yeah. Whereas in films, we're looking more at at films that were banned in in certain countries or uh, regions. Mm -hmm. uh, films not so much being banned in schools, but the goddamn Maritimes yeah. and their hatred for <laughs> what was it? Maritimes in Ontario, they just love to ban stuff. Yeah, Manitoba a lot too. And the Northern Philippines, man, they just, they bat a lot of shit. There's, um, there's one movie that I want to cover maybe next year. I'm not going to name it, but, um, I, I don't really want to cover the movie. I do want to cover how it had an impact on, I think the, the Manitoba, um, film rating board. Cause it, okay. it, there's this one film that basically caused i think it was manitoba's rating board just do a complete overhaul on how they do business <laughs> and i think okay. that's an interesting thing to talk about in the context of the movie but i'm not going to reveal what that movie is uh if you know you can put it in the chat and i'll uh i'll tell you whether you're right but um yeah that's something i would like to do and of course uh another thing that we've talked about doing in the future is doing uh covering some video games yes definitely because uh, I know myself, I'm a gamer. Uh, I know you're less so probably, but still a bit of a gamer. 
I and, used to uh, be a lot less now than I than yeah. I was when I was younger. Yeah, I think that that happens naturally. I was having a drink there. You couldn't you couldn't tell because I don't have a camera here. I was trying to because I've got myself on webcam here. I don't know if you're even looking at me. I was hoping I to have you on webcam too, but like I had the fake background on, and it was like bugging me that every once in a while, like my hand would disappear. So I was trying to get it, and I couldn't figure out why because it the background looks so much like my actual background. <laughs> so I was trying to put it back to the regular background. Well, okay. That's why there was a pause I might actually be able to get a really, really shitty camera set up here in a second. I just have to find a place where I can lean it. Maybe. All right. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to spring a question on you. Yeah, do that. Um, what, what, <laughs> what would you say was the, your most favorite thing that we covered? Huh. Um. Oh, we got I Wicked think... Awesome and Fox Decipher entering now too. Hey guys, I see that? Yeah. Um, I would say um, I'm probably torn between The Handmaid's Tale, which is something I've wanted to read for a long time, um, mm -hmm. especially recently because I didn't want to start watching the TV series until I'd read the book. And right. so it was that was a barrier that I had to get cross get across in order to start consuming another piece of media that I wanted to consume. So I finally got a chance to read that. I really enjoyed it. I think it's a really important book um, right now in history because of some of the the states, the shit laws that are that are trying to be passed. Um, thank you, Fox Decipher, who just congratulated yeah, thank you. us on one year. Um, yeah, because of what's going on in the States. And I think it's, you know, as I said at the time, I think, you know, any any girl 13 or 14 years or older probably should read that book um, as kind of a warning of what some men want to have control of over your body. Uh, and the other one is probably, or like the, the other one that, you know, that's tied with is um, I Am Jazz because it's just such a... Mm -hmm such a simple, wonderful book that again, I think all kids should is, be exposed to in, yeah. in a way of opening those doors of understanding towards, you know, I think it's especially helpful if you're in a classroom that does have a trans child in it. But I think even if there, if, even if there isn't a trans child in your classroom, there's no harm in your children learning about the existence of trans children so that they don't have to, suddenly go, what is this? I don't understand this. Um, if they encounter one, right? Mm -hmm. And not just in the classroom too, like uh, no, that's in true. a family yeah. setting as well. Like, yeah, I think that's, that's a book that really, really needed to exist. And so, sure. you know, it was... and it, and it, took, it took a lot of bravery, I think, to write something like that too, you know? Oh, absolutely. Pretty, yeah. You put, and, and then, yeah. No, I, I agree with you on that one. That was a good one. How about you? What would be uh... what would be my favorite things? Well, I can tell you my least favorite thing. Right off the okay, hop. let's start there. But... <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm not going to lie. I have a pretty good idea what it might be. Yeah, the Turner Diaries was just awful. Yeah, um, I couldn't even like. I, I honestly just ended up skimming. The last two episodes of that. Um, yeah, asshole. Not I even just doing his homework hey, over here. there you are. 
know right. you guys can't see him, but I can see him. Uh, um, the most flattering yeah. view possible here. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say my favorite was Gravity Falls, just because I loved it already. Um, I was so glad that it was partially banned in some parts of the world, which threw it in our wheelhouse. So, um, and that was the one we did immediately after Turner Diaries. Is kind of like a palate yeah, cleanser. Yeah, the palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I think immediately after we did Doctor Seuss. Yeah, that's so right. We did we Doctor were, Seuss yeah. right after because it was the timely one. And then, and I had to like I remember yeah. having to like butter you up because I had promised you Gravity Falls right afterwards, and it's like <laughs> we got to push it one more week, dude. We got to do. Dr. Seuss, while the Republicans are still pissed off about it, we need yeah. to, we need we need some clickbait content here for a change. Yeah. So, but I mean, I guess maybe I, speaking of Dr. Seuss, that would be kind of high on my list of, of favorites as well. Just kind of exploring that controversy and and being a well, little. Well, I think that was the most surprised. Like, yeah, that was the most eye opening for me. Like, I like the one the really bad one, um, and I can't remember what book it was in now. Do you remember the the one? You know what I'm talking about? That really bad image. The with like the, the Africans with the with, bones, yeah, not, not the bones, bones, almost through bones to their noses, but mm -hmm. like it was yeah, so bad. I didn't even else. I like when I was reading the book, I didn't even register what that was, right? Like I don't know what I was thinking when I, I was just like, okay, yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I read the book, and then you told we were talking about it, and I was like, I don't think that's in my version, and I went back through my version. And you had actually had to describe that picture to me for me to understand what it was because it was so far removed from oh, right. reality in a way, right? Yeah. There was some, yeah, there's definitely some controversial things in those older books. Um, I don't think he went at it at, at, from any malicious standpoint. Um, but no, no, no. Poor, I think that poor, was just poor taste in, in today's world. Poor taste for sure. Yeah. And it's that, that's the thing too, though, that I think is so interesting is. To see, because you're right, I don't think he did that intentionally to be hurtful. That was just kind of the the perspective in that era that like, oh, yes, you know, these Africans, people in these African countries are just, um, they're savages and they're, you know, I mean, we even saw that to an extent in, at the beginning of uh, Brain Dead or Dead Alive. Um, mm -hmm. Where they're, yeah. they're stealing that, that rat monkey or whatever from this uh, skull island. And uh, you've got, again, that typical sort of African savage look of everyone like, with spears and grass skirts and maybe bones through their nose. And those kinds of stereotypes, they last a long time. And that ends up being kind of what surprised me about, not surprised me, but I guess what was um, Yeah, because Dead Alive came out at. in the 80s. It yeah. came out in the year I was born, 88. And the Dr. Seuss books that we were covering were like from the forties. Mm. Yeah. But even just to think that that sort of thing was okay. Less than a hundred years ago, or to look at, you know, the experiences right. that Malcolm X had in the autobiography of Malcolm X and to go, that was um, less than a hundred yeah. years ago. And it yeah, really makes you still having the same experiences with that one. Yeah. And it, it just makes you look mm. at time and go like, wow, like it, you want to think that like we've, we're not that bad and we haven't been bad in a long time. But the fact is like as a society treating change other is slow people in this society. Yeah. Change is slow. Change is um, slow. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess if I were to talk about my, you know, the worst thing that, you know, we covered here, it would probably be 
they're Turner Diaries, but yeah. um, I might also I might also go with Necromantic because at least with the Turner Diaries, I mean, even with Necromantic, I guess I did know what I was getting into when I went to that, and like with the Turner Diaries, <laughs> I also knew what I was getting into because I had seen it, I read it. Before. I did not on either of those cases. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. What I was getting into on either of those so, cases. Yeah, my argument with Necromantic would be that, like, the difference there is with Turner Diaries, I brought it to the table. I knew what it was going to be. I had mm. no one to blame but myself. Mm. With Necromantic, though, that was one that you were like, hey, let's do this. And then b- basically, even though I knew it was coming, you were the yeah. one responsible for that experience in my life. Hold on, hold on. But you you had already seen the sequel, so you had a better idea. You could have warned me. You could have been like, "Are you sure, man? Like this is this? I watched the sequel. It was like this, but you did not. You said, "Are you sure you want to do that one?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, it sounds funny. It's it sounds like the synopsis sounded like a comedy to me. Okay, I, to and be maybe fair, I just have a really really dark sense of humor. But <laughs> there was yeah, moments of comedy in the movie, but the bulk of it was just so fucking fucked." I, Sorry, I'm trying to remember language. whether or not. Um, no, it's okay. We have marked this as an explicit content podcast, so you can swear as much as you want. Um, oh, fucking right. I I don't remember whether or not you you said that you thought it was a comedy before or after we watched it. You know, looking back on I it, think it was I, after. I, yeah, exactly. Because we, yeah. I think we've come to the conclusion that next time you do something like that, I'm going to be a <laughs> bit more verbal about the are you sure because <laughs> yeah i did i did have a, a a bit of knowledge there about that one but again you know yeah. i'm i'm one of those guys who even if i maybe don't enjoy the movie especially when it comes to extreme stuff like this i'm usually at least appreciate that i had the experience of this thing that a lot of people, other people don't have. And it, it helps mm-hmm. make my experience of life unique. Right? <laughs> Just because I've, I've watched uh, a guy stick a fucking piece of dowling into a corpse to give it a penis or whatever that was. And, uh, Oh God. Oh, that movie was, yeah. <laughs> Like so, I mean, it is it is funny. Like it's so ridiculous that it does end up being funny, especially like after the initial, like, um, what would you call it? The initial pain of watching it is over, and you're reflecting yeah. on it. You're talking about it. Uh, hi, Jolene. Um, it is the idea. It's so ridiculous that it's funny, but actually watching it is just a completely different experience yeah and i think there's stuff that's funny in retrospect too that i don't know if i found funny at the time but looking back at it like the whole you know dear john letter that she leaves where she left where she'd left him right and it's like, <laughs> I, like i don't I'm love you anymore with money and also Who's i'm gonna... taking our corpse with me <laughs> and it's like it's like this weird version of the like i'm leaving you john and i'm taking the kids but no, it's like right. I'm taking our dead body sex toy with us. And he's That's like, hilarious. no, <laughs> not literally. But I think maybe um, he was a little bit more upset about losing her than the than the, the corpse. But well, I think so. I think so. That's true. I think so. Yeah. But um, I mean, that and that's seen in the rest of the film where like he ends up deciding to become a corpse in order to like kind of woo her back. 
Um, in the weirdest way possible. I, I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk about that scene. I don't want. Oh, that one. Yeah, that exciting. Uh, the oh climactic moment of the film in more ways than one. And it, like, yeah. And what did we say? It was like the longest, shortest film we've ever seen. Like every scene that about seemed that. to last and, forever. And Dead Alive, though we did, we said that about Dead Alive too. No, Dead Alive. I think Dead Alive flowed a little bit better. A lot. Better, I think it did. Actually. I think it did. But I do remember making the point that Dead Alive, like that, that Peter Jackson was capable of making long movies that are good. In the case of the Lord of the Rings films, long movies that are mm-hmm. bad, like or sorry, long movies that don't feel like long movies. Long mm-hmm. movies that do feel like long movies, like King Kong, and short movies that feel like long movies, like Dead Alive. Well, how long was Dead Alive? Let's see, Dead Dead Alive airtime, runtime normally, but oh, whatever. Dead Alive. Okay, runtime. I think it's only like an hour and a half, hour forty, maybe or an hour twenty, somewhere between there. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. Okay, so I, I mean, I. Just it felt like at longer. least two hours. It did. It did feel longer than right. Right. Hours. Yeah. There's just some bits Ugh. that go on too long and and revel too much in. And to be fair, like mm-hmm. again, there were some really, really, really good low budget um, gore effects in that. That I'm sure, however much they spent on it, it looked good enough that they probably wanted to revel in it. Just be like, look at, look at all this goo, <laughs> look at all this soup that we're making with this lawnmower. Ugh. Um, but yeah, a lot of it just felt like it went on a little bit too long. Um, but that was the case in Necromantic too. Mm-hmm. But also, but but also, and so it was. I was Necromantic also, but also Necromantic two, the sequel was also like that. Um, I went and looked at my review on Letterbox afterwards to remind myself, and I, I think I described it as like if Kubrick made like torture porn or something like that. I don't know. I made a Kubrick comparison because it, it was a very sort of slow and methodically paced film. And okay. uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I would kind of like to, I don't, I don't know if any of you who are listening are um, longtime listeners, if you've heard any of the other podcasts, um, but I would love on our one year anniversary to get a little bit of feedback if you have. So feel free to to call in. Um, or a message at the bottom. Uh, I'm listening or reading the chat right now. So if you do have some some comments or anything you'd like to say, just feel free to, to drop that in. Yeah, lines are open if anyone wants to call and uh, and talk about what what we've done, uh, what you liked, what you didn't like, or even you know where you think we should go in the future. I did, Oren, just move your uh, Skype window away from our uh, the caller part of the dashboard, so I don't accidentally miss someone calling in. I realized. Oh, I so you're not look. You don't want to. You don't want to see my face. <laughs> is what you're saying. Well, no, you're still there. You're just not. You're, you're, call, covering... you're calling me. You're calling me ugly. Is what you're saying. No, you're actually more centered in my screen. So oh, okay. Dominant That's position. good. That's good. Put me, put me right in the middle. The problem okay. is you were covering the area of the Podbean <laughs> dashboard where I would see callers calling in, and I might accidentally ignore them. But we don't want to do that. And now uh, Podbean is, anything... is listening because I know they changed. I know they changed a couple of things the last time we complained. But I would love to be able to join in um, as a co-host on the on the dashboard the and actually help control the dashboard. The, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, instead of instead of just having to hop on 
as a interestingly enough headset. speaking about that uh and and um podbean's weird ability to kind of like respond to our issues before <laughs> we've made them issues i got an email from podbean today on the mm -hmm. day that we're doing a live they've added okay. a, a new setting where you can now um like we can we've always been able to well, i shouldn't say always but in our settings, every time we publish a regular podcast, you can set it to automatically um, send a message to Facebook and automatically send a post to Twitter and a bunch of different social platforms mm -hmm. whenever it posts, right? So we've done that for a while. Now, you can include the ability to send a notification of a live episode directly to Facebook and directly oh, to Twitter. Okay. So I had both of nice. those things set up before we broadcast today so that I don't know if anyone here is from either of those um, automatic links that were created. But even if you weren't, it made the process easier because I'm always going to share a link to a live on, on Facebook and probably on Twitter. Uh, no matter what, now Podbean just takes care of it for me. So thank you, Podbean. You guys are um, a lovely platform. Haven't had any regrets. You're adequate. You're yeah, adequate. I would say they're a, they're a touch above adequate. Maybe not. Okay, the best, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. But um, from my research, I think they're the only podcast platform that has a live um, studio like this. And this is a pretty, except for the fact that you cannot come and join me in in the studio dashboard. Uh, except for that fact, I think this is pretty stellar. Let's, uh, in fact, let's I just agree. take a I moment. Agree. I was just. Let's just take a moment to. Um, uh, shout out Podbean. Way to go, Podbean, eh? <laughs> we got a bunch of new audio effects, too, actually. Oh, that's cool. Like, so, like, if you... Oren, tell me a joke. Yeah. Okay, joke. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Jesus. Jesus who? Jesus Christ, just let me in. <laughs> I think that's a new sound effect. I like that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> they didn't have, have crickets in here or something. Uh, this is good for when, like, you're talking about something really disturbing. Oh. Yeah, right. Ooh. I was playing with all these on the pre-show because I didn't have anything else to do. You weren't here to talk to. <laughs> um, so is there anything that you would like to see us do in the coming year? Looking ahead, is there anything that, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I think I would like to go back to two weeks instead of once a week. I feel like the two weeks we had a bit more time, to sp especially if we're doing books again. Um, I mean, I was I was thinking that we would do that at least for the summer and and uh, and uh, sort oh, of feel okay. it out at the end of summer and decide if we want to stick with that or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think yeah, every two weeks, especially especially for the books. I mean, we maybe could throw in like some gameplays um, and a movie every once in a while. Just I mean that they're they're a lot faster turnaround. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Than than reading a you know reading a novel. Um, I would like to cover, I don't know. It's hard to say because I know our whole thing is about bandit and I feel like we're falling into just some ruts, you know, it's, it's, especially with, uh, with movies, it's mostly gore. Um, you know, with the, with the books, it seems to be 
you know, a touch on religion. Um, I would like to just see how far we can spread the, the, uh, the material. Like, I don't know if that well, makes like, any sense. For example, sense. Uh, I think, I think on the list of the, the top, Banned or challenged books for the last 10 years. The number one one is like uh, Captain Underpants. And that's kind of a genre that we okay. haven't talked about. So um, is that maybe something that you would want us to do? Like look at why something like that is banned. Um, yeah, that sounds interesting. That, that, does that does get us away yeah. from religion and sex. From gore. Yeah. From, yeah, gore. It seems to be gore and sex. And I mean... It would be nice to just to just branch out just a little bit from there. Um, Captain Underpants. I mean, I don't. I've never read them. I've never no, watched any of the movies. I know that Nick Kroll. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Nick Kroll, and he plays uh, Professor Poopy Pants, I think, in in one of them. So maybe we could watch a movie and read a book. Uh, that whatever's tied together to kind of a double feature there. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it would that's have something to that would be interesting one... enough because it would be the same material, right? Yeah, and I'm not sure that the film has ever been banned. Like, I know that we did talk about the the autobiography of Malcolm X in the context, or sorry, the film Malcolm X in the context mm -hmm. of the autobiography of Malcolm X. But I don't know if that's something Can we should talk about. Because, how good but... that movie was! It was, was very good. good. That was a good. It was book. very good. That was a good book. That was the first one we did, right? That was our first one. Yep, it was. That one. Was that one was you. really good. That one was good. I mean, I liked most of the books that we covered. I liked that one. I liked um, The Handmaid's Tale. I liked um, mm -hmm. Clockwork Orange. Um, as much as the Clockwork first... Orange was, was was weird, but it was yeah, good. it was it was it was hard in the same way that like reading Shakespeare is hard. You have to get your brain acclimated to the language, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's like like when I watch a Shakespeare movie, I watch the first mm -hmm. 15 or 20 minutes not really understanding the conversations. <laughs> and that's about that's about how much time my brain takes to sort of readjust its neurons or whatever to like make sense of the language. And then I'm fine for the rest of the movie. It's like, oh, I get it now. Well, I mean, especially like a Shakespeare play or a Shakespeare movie, it's hard to read Shakespeare. It is really difficult to read Shakespeare. It is a lot easier to watch it because you have so many other clues as to what's going on because he does create a lot of words. He does create a lot of mannerisms, a lot of things. Um, like I, I think that you know the whole bite your thumb was never a thing. I, do you bite your thumb at me? I do bite my thumb, thumb, sir, but I do not bite my thumb at you or whatever the fuck it was. You know what I'm talking about. I do not, um, but all right. But... <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a that's a Shakespeare thing. I don't know. Hopefully I just I, I'm sure it could be. Um, you know, and like he he created some like, uh, you know, the beast with two backs. That's a, I'm pretty sure that's a Shakespeare creation. I don't think that was a thing until until that. Um, but when you have the visual cues to go along with the with the the, the verbal acrobatics that he does, um, it's it's it does put it in a better context well certainly i think anytime um, you're yeah like reading so, or watching something will always be easier to understand the reading something because you do have the the visual cues of what's going on in the scene um but it's also like for me even watching shakespeare the combination of the english of that period with the mm -hmm. 
iambic pentameter rhythm of his lines, it just takes my brain about 15 minutes to 20 minutes <laughs> to like get itself just in the mode to understand that. Right. And it's, it's the same with, I, I found with uh, a clockwork orange. And uh, again, mm -hmm. as you said, the film is easier to it understand was much, because it's so much easier because you don't have as much of the language. Like the book is entirely told in language in that language. Whereas the film, you know, probably a good 80% of the film is told visually with these occasional mm -hmm. moments of, of, of dialogue, uh, which dialogue you can really understand uh, in the context and, and the monologue, maybe less so, but even so you're still getting hints from the visual cues. Um, so yeah, that one was challenging from, from that perspective, but I enjoyed it. And it was, again, it was one that was, has long been on my list of things to watch. Pardon me, I got to <clears throat> think. <laughs> I just, sorry, <sighs> something just died in my throat. Give me something a moment. Something just died in my throat. I got to get rid of it. But yeah, uh, uh, tried to talk before that swallow of wine was down. Um, <laughs> looking ahead, uh, like I said, the one thing I really want to uh, get into covering or, or cover to some extent is video games. Um, we're mm -hmm. talking right now about doing uh, an episode on just covering a game on a regular episode. Also, probably recording uh, some gameplay of that game at the same time that we record the episode. So we'll do a regular podcast about like with that audio, just a regular podcast that goes out. And then we'll do a video of the gameplay with the audio that'll go to Patreon and be a Patreon exclusive. Um, and I think we're going to do that with a game called Postal 2. Um, but then on top of that, I want I to do a, a full-on playthrough of an entire game that was banned on Twitch. So do a live stream and then take that live stream and then put it up on, on YouTube or maybe on Patreon or whatever we decide to do with the video element of it. Um, because that gives us... The thing with the game is that with all of the game streaming tools and game recording tools, it gives us the opportunity mm -hmm. to kind of do a long form look at it and a long form discussion about it. And I think that's potentially interesting. It, it, it may not be. Welcome back, Daniel. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Daniel, Daniel popped in again. Daniel, Daniel, do we bore you for a while there? We hope not, but <laughs> we're glad you're back. So how do we send people likes? Like, I want to like, like Fox congratulated us on one year. Yeah, I don't know I how those like. work. I've never known how those things work. You know what, Fox? I, I might, I may not be able to do it through the Podbean app, but but I the heard most you, I can Thank do is I can the... I can click on somebody, like I could kick on Hobo Chillin, and I could invite him to be a speaker. But I figured if he wanted to speak, right. he'd just that's, call in. I feel like that's new. I feel like that's new. Is that Inviting new? someone as a speaker? I don't know. I've never tried to do that before, but I feel like it might be, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know, like, being able to, like, I can add third-party admins to, like, I guess, monitor the chat and kick on anyone who are being rude, but I don't know. We don't have enough people to, like, I'd almost like it if people were rude. At least then they'd be engaging in the chat, right? <laughs> If someone someone's call us a couple of assholes who should fuck off and eat a dick. Yeah, so I want to do video <laughs> games. I'd like to do um another pardon me, I'd like to do another 
You know what? You should just make a album. film so bad that it'll get banned, and then we'll cover it on the podcast. I don't think I could, though. That would be a con- conflict of interest, right? There'd have to be, okay, a, right, have to be a, right. a guest host. <laughs> you'd have to have, like, okay, it would be okay. you. You'd be the primary host for the episode. You could have Carlo come on as a guest or as, as your co-host, and then I would be the guest arguing right. the merits of my movie, maybe. I don't know. That's the only way that would make sense. Let's just not do it, then. Sounds too yeah. convoluted. Most of my ideas don't. You know, as much as I'm fascinated by banned things and grotesque things and and things that are on the edge and things that that piss people off, my personal imagination doesn't really go there a lot. So that when I'm creating, I don't find myself in those areas. It okay. disappoints me a little bit because I I do find those things fascinating and I do wish I could kind of create in those ways and and uh, but I'm just I'm not I'm not that I'm not that weird I guess. I mean, you did you did make a short film about a man eating pee. Yeah, and like I mean, that's it. out there. It is, I guess. <laughs> that's out there. I guess. Okay, maybe you got me there. I think it's funnier than necromantic, though. This I is, agree. That, that this is it was a lot better than it was a lot better than necromantic. We're we're veering Absolutely. off track a little bit, and here. also um, and also. Um, Carlo is a much better looking lead character than the lead character from Necromantic. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there. True, but you don't always want the best looking actor. It depends on the character. Like again, looking at um, uh, Dead Alive, the uh, the main character in that was not. I mean, he wasn't bad looking, but he was like kind of weird and and gangly and 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 awkward and not exactly you know in the running for people's sexiest man alive. And I think that's right. intentional because of what that character was. Okay. Right. You don't always want, um, you know, sometimes Danny DeVito needs work. Okay. Right. Right. Welcome to when bad things happen to good people, a podcast about casting properly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, we had anything else to cover? I don't know. I, uh, I think I've asked you a lot of the questions I wanted to ask you about our, our first year. Because um, we are coming up on the hour. We're not rushing this. Lines are still open. If anybody wants to uh, call in, we would uh, absolutely love to hear from anyone here, whether you are uh, a longtime listener, first-time listener, never been a listener. If you just want to phone in and say like, Hey, I don't understand what this is. Just do like call in or message and tell me to stop breathing into the mic. I don't know. Oh, am I doing that? Anything? No, am I doing that? I, I'm always worried that I'm doing that on the live because I, I can't. I don't have the feed. Like when I do record the episodes, I can hear myself back. But when I do the live episodes, I'm going through the gaming headset and I'm speaking directly into the microphone, oh. and I have no idea what my audio sounds like. So I'm kind of just like relying on you to tell me like, Hey bro, stop doing that. Yeah. And I, my thing is like, I actually probably should um, run my headphones through my mic because it would give me that preview of what the mic is doing and also give me the rest of the audio. I need to get in the habit of doing that. It is a good idea. It is a good, it's a good idea to mix it. It's a good idea to mix what you have with what's coming in. Yeah. Like what you're sending and what's coming in. Yeah. That's a, because I do practice. know when I when I edit an episode, 
I, I, I hear my breathing. And it's like, oh, wow. Like, I'm just thinking. It's <laughs> 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 like, holy shit. Did Orin have to listen to that for the entire episode? Um, the one then, thing that you do, the one, the one thing that you do do is um, the snort. You do snort just a, yeah. maybe a bit too, a bit too loud. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's like, that's an alcohol thing. I think I get a couple of drinks. Um, oh, okay. So oh. Daniel says he works on a farm, and one of the farm dogs killed a baby deer, and now the deer is in my freezer. And at least he, he put a sad face. So. Yeah, that's a, okay. I mean. Thanks for sharing that, Daniel. Um, is the plan to like eat the deer? I'm pretty or... sure that's called it's not a, it's not called a deer anymore. That's called venison. Oh, there you go. Sorry, yeah, that, that was that the, was like cold hearted. The... That was cold hearted. No, no, that's true though. That, that's the point I was getting at. Like, if you're at least like, he's at least he's putting it to use. If it's in the freezer, yeah, hopefully you're planning on on eating it, not like making like a weird serial killer skin thing out of it to like drape over yourself when you go to murder people. <laughs> um, but yeah, my snorting thing, I, I've I've noticed that, especially since that one episode where I like did it twice big in a row, and you were like, "Dude, dude, dude, by the way, you're doing this thing. Please stop." Um, and it's like I don't know something about like having a couple of drinks. Just does weird things to like my my uh, my nasal passages and my uh, uh, snot manufacturing, or maybe it's the 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 lubrication level or liquefaction level of my boogers that it, it, everything starts getting weird in my uh, uh, ear, nose, this- and throat moment, and everyone's like, ah, I got. See, I'm feeling a thing like halfway down my throat right now that I want to. Get rid of, but but you're right. I, I need to watch that. And if I was listening to myself no, no, do I'm it, just... <laughs> oh god! You know what? This, this is this is this is the content that everyone this, came here for. This is this is probably the most off the rails episode we've done so far, which is just it's it's fitting. It's fitting. Well, we've I been think, at yeah, this for because, a year. Yeah, this is not this is not anything except. Us freeforming about saying, what it's like, like that. Yeah, this, yeah. Hey. this is one year we're looking back, we've been we're looking here, forward. Bro. We're 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 acknowledging the things that we did wrong, like me going <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and everything else. Um, I guess speaking of things going wrong, and I'm throwing this out mm. off the top of my head, and I don't have an answer for this either. But is there anything you okay. regret? And I already probably know what your answer is going to be. Is there anything I regret? Yeah. Um. I mean, I I do regret not being as ready for a lot of the episodes as I could have been. Um. I. I I I feel like a lot of the times I had I did have difficulty connecting with the material. Um. So I I do regret that. I regret maybe sometimes sounding like an idiot, <laughs> but I, I hope that you I only regret some of the times that. you sound like an idiot. Some of the times you don't. I mean, sometimes it's funny. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it's funny. That's fair. Um, sometimes I just sound like a fucking stupid jackass. Um, <laughs> but I got to say like, like it's, we started this, we had no idea what we were getting into. Um, we, we just said, Hey, let's do it. And then we started doing it 
and um, yeah, I mean, we're still learning so much. I'm I'm learning something every time we do an episode. Um, regrets, probably none. I don't regret anything. If I was going to start today and do everything that we did last year all over again, I would do it differently. Okay, fair. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely, I wouldn't say I regret um, anything. Uh, I was, I thought I would regret the Turner Diaries, but I got to say it was such a forgettable piece of trash. Um, right. That nothing really stuck with me. I do regret, like when somebody asked me, they're like, oh, you do this podcast because we were just talking and I'm like, what's it about? And I was like, oh, it's about bad material. They're like, what's the worst thing you covered then? And I was like, the Turner Diaries. And they're like, explain it to me. And I was like, I don't fucking want to. They're like, oh, come on. Just get, what is it about? And I was like, it's really fucking racist. And they're like, just, just give me an example. And I was like, I don't want to. I'm, I'm just like, out I here really, having a nice day. Really don't want to. Please yeah. don't, please don't ask me to relive one of the worst moments of my life. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, it's, it's when I, when I think about it, I can remember how shitty it was, but I don't think about it very fucking often. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it is, but it is good to know when, when you start to like, when you hear about, you know, the right wing, the, the, the alt right or whatever, when you hear about that, like in the news or something, it's good to have that sort of framework. To, to frame them in, to, yeah, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Not saying that every single one of them has read this book, but to know that that is kind of the direction that they're leaning and that's not as far as they're willing to to, to go when they're speaking, obviously. Right. Um, it kind of gives you insight into the psyche of of people that you wouldn't normally understand. I still obviously don't agree with any anything that was said in that book but when i hear somebody you know it, it's it's easier to when somebody's trying to play like the devil's advocate or something you know they're they're like you know the the what ifs or the whatever yeah yeah, yeah. um you're like yeah but really when you look at what they what they digest who they like what they share on their page um, and you get you get the feel that they're leaning more towards that side of things. It's a lot easier to dismiss anything that they have to say, because it just comes from a position that is just so. That book was I just guess. it was, it was so bad. Yeah, but it was so. Yeah, I mean, no, no regrets, no regrets. Yeah, sorry, For myself. The two times that I read the Turner Diaries, which seems absurd to say as someone who doesn't <laughs> believe in the Turner Diaries, um, it is it's it's terrifying. But in a way, it's um, it, it's it's I think it's a in a way, a positive thing to understand that perspective so that when you can you have a better understanding of, and I think maybe this is a point that you were kind of near saying like, there are people who have perspectives that are similar to this, but are maybe not outwardly as extreme. You can get a hint of, of what is really going on, maybe under the surface of what they're willing to say. Right. You can see, yeah. 
you can better understand the degree of hatred <clears throat> towards certain races or certain people and not understand from the perspective of, of I get why. Well, and it's not just the hatred. People. It's it's not just the hatred, but uh, the level of fear that was in that book. It was oh, a, it was yeah. a it was a book yeah. full of fear. Yeah, it was a frightful book. Um, yeah, every every and, black man you know, is just one like he's about to rape somebody. Yeah, like it's just absolutely. I mean that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. All right, um, we're coming but, up on eight but, o'clock. Uh, hang on, just a sec. Um, so the throw. Sure. This is kind of your last call for uh, anyone who might want to call in. Um, now is kind of your time to do it. We would still love to talk to any of you in the chat. Um, if you want to call in, last call for to, alcohol. Last call for call. Last call for any calls. Do, do I have a little bit? I do have a little bit left. Man, this. Uh, and this bottle of champagne is Excuse going, me. going straight to my head, boy. Uh, yeah, the uh, I, I I thought about I thought briefly about getting a um, a sparkling wine from the region that I was in because, of course, that's always cooler. But like this bottle was mm. six dollars cheaper. I'm still unemployed. I got to count those 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 dollars. That's six dollars towards my next bottle of bubbly or beer or whatever it is uh i really like uh, and i can say this because i'm that's not a bc one too right BC. that's yeah, a bc one so. too yeah, right? it is yeah absolutely mm -hmm. well, I yeah absolutely i should look at the label uh yeah uh, i'm too old for this shit <laughs> my next glasses are gonna be bifocals guys uh, i don't know <laughs> All over BC. There you go. Very yeah. close to Kamloops. Uh, but there was a Monty Creek. There was a Monty Creek sparkling wine, and I think that's like in Kamloops. Um, oh, okay. But that was like 20 bucks, and I'm saving, you know, I got to save money, man. I got. Hey, you know what I it's did yesterday? Good. We understand. We, understand. we didn't talk did at yesterday? all about like what did we do recently? Um, I, I celebrated Father's okay. Day with my daughter yesterday, and we went and did an escape room here in Kamloops, and that was her nice. first time doing an escape room. And I think she's a fan. We didn't we didn't successfully okay. get out. We were very close, um, but it was fun. I love escape rooms. Have you ever done an escape room? I have not but i would be more than willing to to try are you offering i am yes let's do one right so pencil in your calendar august 12th that's my birthday i get august it free 12th. on hold my on, birthday it, it, it depends on what the fucking day of the week that is yeah, yeah yeah august 12th that's not as far away as i would like to think it is so that's a thursday i can't promise that all right but That's if we fair. if we did like if we did like the Monday or Tuesday before that, I could just pay well, for you for that, your birthday. That works too. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm in. All right, let's do it. Uh, August 9th. Okay. Escape room. Done. You and me. Um, wait, wait, how we're much way off. We're way I, 25 bucks a person. I, <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I got that. 
Uh, we're way off the rails now, uh, and we've got no further callers. Any final thoughts before we wrap things up? Because we should probably. You know, I mean, there were times during this that I didn't think that I was going to be able to continue with it. And not just because of the material. Um, oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. I, I am notoriously bad for um, self-discipline when it comes to creative endeavors. So this is kind of, I appreciate you starting this with me because it's kind of proven to myself that I, I, I can actually accomplish something. Um, I mean, we didn't get huge numbers or anything like that. But what we did do was 30, what is this, 36 episodes? Something like that, yeah. That's 36 hours, roughly, of material. 36 hours of material. That's roughly three episodes a week of taking in material and then producing material on that material. Um, and, I mean, I, I know you're, you're doing the editing, and that, that, that's a bigger job than the producing side of things. Um, but yeah, you, 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 you gave me a challenge and I got to say, I had a couple of big challenges this year and I stepped up to them and it's really helped me to kind of allow myself to dive into more creative endeavors. So I appreciate that. I appreciate you not giving up on me because I know there were times where I think that you probably could have, um, <laughs> but yeah I'm not ever going to give up on you it's because you love me I, I do it's also because I know I love that the material we're covering sometimes you know sometimes somebody needs an extra day to process the kind of hatred that's in the Turner <laughs> Diaries or that kind of gore that's in Brain Dead or whatever like we're not we're not doing something that you can easily consume and then talk about the next day. You need some downtime. You need some time <laughs> to process it. And uh, that's part of the job. And I think maybe in 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 our second year, we need to start building this as like we read it or we watched it or we listened to it. So you don't have to mm -hmm. um, not always <laughs> not always meaning that you shouldn't. But some of these things mm -hmm. are things that maybe not everyone should engage in. I know like uh, a good friend of mine and a uh, host of another podcast I'm on, Dave Colmine. Uh, there's just some kind of like, he doesn't like really, really negative or really, really ugly content. And, and are you clicking the support button at the, in the chat? The support keys coming up. You guys don't have to send us a gift. That's not us just posting that by the way. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe it's just on my thing. It's like support. Thank you for listening. If you like the show, Lend your support. Send a gift. And I was like, I don't know. Oh, I think, yeah, that's probably stuff that Podbean throws up automatically. I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm not doing any of that. Uh, yeah, you can feel okay, free to ignore okay. that. I don't know where that's coming from. Um, but yeah, I mean, Dave appreciated. I can't think of what it was that he mentioned, but like there was there was a, a show or a, a, a book that we covered that he would never want to read, but he appreciated being able to experience it through us as a filter because he wouldn't have been able to enjoy it on his own. And I, I do think that, you know, in that sense, we're doing something positive because we're, we're filtering these things, whether, you know, we're filtering good content like uh, the autobiography of Malcolm X for people who may not want to 
firsthand experience the kind of racism that are being described in that book. And they're also filtering stuff like the Turner Diaries for people who might not want to experience don't want to kind of racism that level of hatred in that book. Um, so I don't know. Right. I don't know. I feel good about what we're doing. Uh, I'm glad we're doing it. I'm glad I'm doing it with you. Uh, there was there was no particular reason that that I thought of you for a, a band things podcast beyond the fact that I've always wanted to do something creative with you. Uh, I just think our <laughs> we have a really good uh, sort of conversational rapport. Uh, we talk good together. Um, and so, yeah, podcasts. We talk or, good. We, we talk, talk good. good. Yeah, we talk good. <laughs> um, so whether it's a podcast, no, whether we it's do. a YouTube show, whether it's whatever, I knew I wanted to do something. Uh, I, I wanted for years to do a podcast. Uh, I love, I love looking at things that have been censored or banned. And when those two things clicked with me, I was like, okay, I want to do this. You were the first person I went to to do it with, and and you were dumb enough to say okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my take. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess my take is like I, I already gave my take, but I'm going to give my take again after what you said. All right, take two because because fuck this one hour thing. We're going an hour and a half. <laughs> Six seasons and a movie. That's a, <laughs> that's a community, that's a community joke, yeah. reference. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I mean, I love you, man. I think you're great. I think you're super talented. I think you're super smart. Um, I've the same thing. Always enjoyed talking with you about any topic. It feels like we can talk about anything. We can talk about what kind of shit we took yesterday. We can talk about um, what movies, books we're interested in, games, uh, anything. It doesn't really matter. Um, so, honestly, I did. I don't. I didn't really think it through when you asked me. You said, "Hey, do you want to do this podcast?" And I was just like. Yeah, okay. I think I had a lot of time at the time. I think that like over the last couple of months I've been like a little <laughs> bit stretched. Um You've had less when time, I said yeah. yes. I think when I said yes, I had nothing but time. Um but yeah, no, it's been a great experience. Uh I know you've been you've you've definitely taken the lead on everything and I appreciate that. Um because I feel like just just being drugged through this experience with you. Um, has helped me grow in a lot of different ways. So, so thank you for that. Well, I appreciate hearing that, and and I am especially on a subject like this. I am very happy to take the lead because, as I said, this is a subject that fascinates me, and I'm going to happily jump from uh, this thing over here to this thing over here to this thing over here. Having said that, uh, I guess the other thing I would hope to do more of next year is having you be in charge more often and go like <laughs> let's watch this movie and and then maybe you do the research into it and you come in with like knowing the shit about why it's banned and uh okay. like even if that means like you pick something like necromantic no, where you don't know what you're getting into but you still come to the table <laughs> with the research and say like okay this is this 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 you know um yeah like see more of that and I think I think definitely like when we switch to the two weeks again, I'll have more time to do that. So maybe we should do like a one one and one. Just do back and forth. What do you mean one and one? Like you you, you do one, you take the lead, you pick it. I do one, I take the lead, I pick it. Okay, yeah, back yeah, that's forth. fair. You can try for that. For Let's sure. do that. 
Let's do that. All right. I think we're going to call it a night here, folks. We got no further callers. And by further, I mean any at all. Uh, but thanks, uh, everyone. That's okay. Here. Thanks for listening. I mean, Hobo Chillin is here. That Daniel here. is here. Jolene is here. Uh, Fox Decipher is here. Probably Jolene, more of you, but I'm only seeing the top five. Oh, Jolene. Hey, Hi, Nikita. Nikita. Thanks for being here. Thanks for letting Oren come out to play and read terrible books and watch <laughs> terrible movies. We appreciate your willingness to support this aspect of his life. Um... <laughs> thanks for listening if you've ever listened before we appreciate your support if this is your first time listening we hope you've enjoyed um this weird podcast that's not like most of our podcasts uh okay so and... so hold on hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna chime in i'm just gonna cut in really quick if yeah, you right, haven't right, listened, right. what would what would what would be what would be your recommendation if somebody wanted to go back and listen to to one of the material one piece of material that we've covered Oh, one piece, like a single episode. I'm just saying, like, like if, if you've never listened to us before, you just happened on us because we're live. You're like, whatever, I'm bored. Um, yeah. If they, what would you recommend is the, is the, maybe the first piece for them to, to listen to? Uh, I would probably, again, go with Handmaid's Tale. I think that was one of the best books that we covered. And I think by the time we did the Handmaid's Tale, um, Hey, Grad One. Greetings from Canada. We're Hi, Grad. Canada too, we so, are from Canada um, as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think The Handmaid's Tale, by the time we did The Handmaid's Tale, we had a, a better grasp on our format. I think when we were doing the autobiography of Malcolm X, we were still kind of figuring out what we were going to be. And so if it was like a single episode, it might be... Um, it might be the um, blah, 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 uh, Dr. Seuss ones. Time to wrap up the show. Thanks, everybody who's here uh, that you chose to carve out even a little bit of the time that you are alive to spend with us. It means a lot. If you've listened to us before, thanks for that, too. If you want to listen to us in the future, uh, thank you for that as well if you want to find out more about this podcast or others that we do or find ways to support us you can join us at or find us yeah join us find us at <laughs> um uh blah 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 media.com that's b-l-a-h-b-l-a-h media b-l-a-h-b-l-a-h-b-l-a-h <laughs> media blahs, dot blahs. com uh and that's it any final words Oren? No, uh, just looking forward to doing more episodes with you, doing more live episodes. I love live episodes. These are the best. Uh, you've been listening to When Bad Things Happen to Good People. My name's Todd Sullivan. My name is Oren Barter. And until next time, go read a fucking book. Bye.